Hello and welcome to the Legacy Leaders Podcast. I am Ndash Kapembwa and today you are in for such a good treat because in the studio today, and I'm going to call this a studio for a bit, I have someone global with me and we're going to be having a good conversation. I believe this this is a friend of mine, somebody that I've come to respect and love and learn from so much. And I believe that you're going to find so much wealth as well in this conversation. So I hope that you're ready to... Uh, dive into this conversation with me uh, because the individual here with me is just such, such an amazing individual and I say that heartily. Uh, Samuel, welcome to the podcast. So good to have you. Uh, thank you very much for uh, for having me on this podcast. I yeah. really do appreciate and uh, I just hope people get as much value as possible from uh, the conversation that we're going to have. And I just pray that this impacts not only uh, people listening now, but the generations to come, because I believe that everything that we do as human beings, it has to be a generational thing. You don't have to do something just for yourself or just for your family. Mm -hmm. But I feel like whatever I do today needs to impact maybe three, four generations down the line. So I feel that uh, whatever we're doing today has to go in that direction. Amazing, amazing. Thank you so much uh, for actually giving me this time. And <laughs> I know you, you've had a busy schedule, but thank you so much for according me this time to, to do this podcast with me. And here's just a fun fact. Yeah. I don't know if you remember this, but we are so linked such that, do you remember that you designed the book cover to the to my first book? Oh yeah, I do. <laughs> That's, oh yeah, I do, I do. I remember, that was fingerprint. Yeah, that was fingerprint. I did the first design. Yeah, I remember yes. I remember designing that. Wow. Yeah. That's, that is so amazing. Yeah? That's, that's how linked we are. So dear podcast friends, this is the mind and the hands behind the book cover of my, of my very first book titled Fingerprints. Wow. And to this day, remains one of my favorite books. I still use that book, read that book like it's not mine. So thank you so much again. <laughs> Going back to 2016 for wow. you, just doing that. That was, that was, that was, yeah, that was very, for me, that was, you gave me so much value by just doing that. It was, it was an excellent design in itself. No, uh, <laughs> thank you very much. And I do appreciate for giving me that opportunity at the time. Um, yeah, because I think if I recall very well, it must be one of the first book cover designs I actually did yeah. because at the time I wasn't you know I used to do like other designs but I never ever did like a book cover design mm -hmm. I think that was the first one and then later on I designed uh, something else for another friend of mine so thank you for according me the chance and I I thank you for the fact that that book has really impacted lives yeah. and it's really a very good book. Uh, if you haven't read it, I would advise you to go back and read it. Yeah, you hear it first, podcast friends, go and read Fingerprints, get in touch with us, we'll find a way to get the book to you. Um, uh, it's just something that you need to read. So that's one of the, th one of the ways that we are linked, but we are linked in so many ways. I've looked yeah. up to you for in, in the area of design as well. You have sort of pioneers that for us, you know, going back to Muflira those days, yeah. seeing you design. <laughs> but maybe I'm saying all this and somebody is wondering who is someone Lovu, what does he do? Can you tell us a little bit about yourself if we can start from there? Okay, um, so, um, well, I always say someone Lovu is just a simple person who, um, who uses everything that God placed in them to mm -hmm. um, to bring out ideas to life. So um, simply, um, I think I started off uh, doing design. Um, I think I started as far back as 
um, maybe grade 12. Mm -hmm. At that time, we used to design some pictures and whatnot using Photoshop and uh, all the editing softwares that we could find. At the time, I, I taught, uh, I taught, I've taught myself everything <laughs> that I know up to this point. So everything that I ever designed is something that I taught myself using uh, different online um, online platforms. YouTube has been one of the main contributors to everything that I know uh, because I believed, uh, I, I don't really believe or subscribe to the theory of being in class because we have so much information and we've been presented with all these tools that allow us to create the life that we want to live. So at the end of the day, um, we really need to use these tools to the best of our abilities and not just look at them as entertainment tools, mm. but also that tools that grow us into becoming what we want to do. So apart from design, I think later on, um, sometime in 20, I think that was like 2019 when I started looking at I started uh, gaining interest in uh, the financial markets. Yeah. So after gaining interest in the financial markets, I really um, then started studying like the movements of the markets, uh, the different economies that are there around the world. Then yeah. um, that brought me into now starting to do forex trading, uh, which is something that I still do up to this day. So um, it's been a journey of uh, merging um, different things. Um, and using a lot of patience as I learn these new concepts and mm -hmm. these new things and then just applying that to create a better life not only for me but the people around me yeah yeah that's amazing uh, and, and just to put you on a spot uh, on the spotlight here for, for, for a bit yeah I, I, I have known you and one of the things that is amazing about you is really just your humility you know it's it's you can't miss it anybody that comes across you they can't miss your humility you've you've learned so much like and like you have said self-taught mm -hmm. and just maybe talking about your your progress as a designer i i do remember from <laughs> seeing your early designs your early works yeah to but it, it, it was amazing to watch how you progressed yeah you have worked with black dot yeah you have worked with 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 the likes of Pompey yeah. and uh, Atmosphere Nation, mm -hmm. uh, how was that experience? And, and and how did you transition into those spaces, really? Okay, so um, when uh, so what happened was um, during the time when I was doing like my um, my what's this my school, I was actually at Zika's. Mm -hmm. So when I left Zika's, I I started working with a few guys from. Uh, an innovation lab called Bongo Hive. So I met Brian and Kelvin there. And then at the time, um, because from school I learned how to do like web design and coding and all that stuff. So at the time uh, I met the guys and then we started working on like different projects together. So I would be the one like, even when it comes to web stuff, I'll be the one doing like the stuff that you see in front, which is like the user interface. Mm -hmm. So I'll be the one doing all those designs to make sure that, okay, the user interface is very, catchy it's very like user friendly it's easily ne ne uh, yeah the navigation is as easy as possible and then uh, so at that time that's when we met with Pompey they needed to create um, they needed to create like a job portal website where people would uh, would would go and look for a job uh, search for a job and then yeah. yeah stuff like that so they approached us and then that's how I came to know uh, Pompey so um, 
that's how we met. We worked on that project together, and that's how we became like really close friends. So and you were on his wedding. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. I'll get to that. So okay. that's how we became like really close friends, and then so after that project, we continued um, working. And then he was like, okay, um, I think we can work together and uh, work together on my company. At that time, the company was just being called Atmosphere. Yeah. So then as we were working together, one day he asked me, like, uh, what do you think we should name? Because I, was, I think I was working on the website for the company. Mm -hmm. So he asked me, like, uh, what, what name do you think we should give to the website? So I gave him, like, suggestions that Atmosphere Universe, Atmosphere atmosphere there was another atmosphere something then atmosphere nation was also one of the options then another one then he picked atmosphere nation so that's what uh, he intended on using and that's what the even up to now that's what he uses so mm -hmm. uh, after that time um, I think I, I joined I was uh, the technical manager for atmosphere nation uh, we used to like host events together I would be in charge of making sure uh, those concerts that you used to see for Pompey, yeah. I'll be in charge of programs in the background. Yeah. I'll be running around uh, with my good friend Evans and Sarah and Abby mm -hmm. at the time. would work together to make sure those events were a success. Yeah, so, yeah, so like since that time, we've just been really, really close friends until um, even now, up to date, I'm still like... Um, he's like personal uh, social media manager mm -hmm. because social media is something that I've also uh, that I've also learned that mm -hmm. I taught myself that I learned from other platforms mm -hmm. so I'm like his uh, personal social media consultant so most of the time when we need to put out campaigns we need to put out maybe a song we need to come up with like just strategies and ways in which we can put it out in the right way I'm one of the people that's on his team to make sure we yeah. do that. Yeah, and then, yeah, so this year, um, this is 2021, he decided to marry the love of his life, yeah. <laughs> Chungu. Yeah. And I was very honored and uh, privileged to be on his wedding lineup. Um, it's not, yeah, I was really like thrilled, like, hey, mm -hmm. I didn't see this one coming, yeah. but yeah, he decided to put me there. And yeah, it's it, it's been, it's been a very good experience working with Pompey. He's a very, he's a very practical and honest person. He'll tell you where you're wrong. And he's someone, um, I always tell him that you're my mentor because, <laughs> and he always tells me the same, like you also teach me this stuff and I also teach you this stuff. So like, yeah, yeah we do a lot of things together. Yeah. Wow. One of the things that I've, uh, maybe, let me, let me not guess to this mm. yet. Let me, let, me, let me pass this comment. Yeah. In all this, working at Atmosphere and doing all the work that you have done in web design. What's amazing for me is how do you find satisfaction doing that? And you're always in the background. Your, your name is not going to pop up uh, in, the, in the forefront. Your face is, going, is not going to pop up in, mm. in, in front of people. But yet you're, you're, you're doing work that is so cardinal to the success of these kind of projects. How do you find the satisfaction in doing that yet unnamed or unsung? Okay, so, um, you know, uh, I think one, there's one scripture from the Bible that has really placed me in this place where I am. Uh, there's a scripture that talks about uh, whatever you do, uh, do it as though you're doing it unto God mm. and not unto man. So I feel like whatever I do, um, 
I would rather get the credit from God mm -hmm. than getting the credit from man. Wow. So um, I, I think I, I'm not really the kind of person that wants to be out <laughs> there. I would rather the product that I'm working on or the project that I'm working on speaks mm -hmm. for myself mm -hmm. so that it brings more deals in the background mm -hmm. and those more deals bring more deals. Yeah. So I don't really, wow. I don't, I'm not really the type that would want to be out there mm -hmm. because, yeah, for me, I think at the end of the day, as long as I'm making, um, I'm bringing income in whatever I do, and I'm also equally helping other people do the same, uh, I think that's what matters more than my name being out there. Mm. I think there, there are a lot of people who are out there already. So maybe I, I think at the appropriate time, uh, even maybe now, that people will listen to this podcast. Maybe my name will yeah. just <laughs> get out there yeah, somehow. Definitely stay. Yeah. Because you've, you've, you've really worked on some incredible projects. Mm -hmm. you, you, you were part of the, of the Zanako Up project. Not yes, so. yes, I was. So actually, um, I was on the team that worked on the first ever Zanako mobile app. So uh, at the time, I was working with Black Dot. Uh, so working with Black Dot, um, I was in the digital department with some other team members, and then we 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 worked on the Zanaco mobile app. We created a very disruptive campaign. Uh, so our campaign included putting billboards all around town in Lusaka, mm. and I think other areas of Zambia, that simply had uh, two lines on them, and then each day we would change them. So we, 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 the first, I think if I remember very well, the first billboard was just a blank red billboard. So people were very curious, like, mm, what's, what's this? Why is the billboard red? And then the next time, the next day, I think, there were two lines there, which are part of the Zanaco brand colors. And then the third day, they were, there was text that just says bank here. Mm. Yeah, so like people were, curious like what's this bank here and then besides that so what I would do with my team members is we would run the same on social media mm -hmm. so we'd create this where we had like different influencers post about the same thing like oh I came across this thing um, I don't know what's happening is it a new thing is it a new bank is it a new mobile network because the colors there were yeah some people were thinking like that so we created this thing that had people on their toes just waiting to see like okay what's this what's this bank here what's this bank whatever so uh until the day that we launched it we kept it very private even with the mm -hmm. people that the influencers they did they did their best to not tell anyone what they're promoting until the app was launched and then so people were very curious to know like okay this app kept us on our toes like telling us bank here, bank here, bank here. Let's see what this bank here really does. And then that's how the app was launched. And I think we hit a target of, if I can remember very well, we hit a target of 53,000 downloads within three months, which wow. was beyond the initial, uh, thirty. I think 30,000 downloads that we were supposed to do. Wow. So we hit the target and went beyond target. So yeah, it's been like that. And then, um, yeah so that's that's yeah that's that's about it that's what i did with <laughs> with uh with what's this with zanako yeah and we we did um some other things with them that mm. up to this day live up oh the other thing i forgot i was actually <laughs> um, I, I also did their their design like for 
for their old old website mm-hmm. i was actually in charge of uh doing the new after so the, there was like during the time there was like a rebrand into the new zanaco the new one that you're used to with new faces new interfaces and whatnot so i was also in charge of designing the website and just giving it a fresh new look yeah wow. mm. and all this one of the things that i've heard you say repeatedly is the fact that I taught myself what I know. <laughs> yeah. like you can learn whatever you want to learn. Yeah. What has really given you, where did that mindset start from? And what has given you the drive to, to, to keep learning and growing in this way? Because it's amazing, honestly speaking. Yeah. So I think uh, what gives me the drive is, um, what gives me the drive is, is people, right? Wow. So, Ndashi, if you look at yourself, what you're wearing, mm. uh, a simple thing like a button on your shirt did not make itself. Mm. Someone had to think about it or think of a machine or think of a way they can put something on a shirt that buttons it up together. So if they wanted, all the shirts in the world could have not had buttons. Mm. They would have just been shirts without buttons. But they thought to add maybe some sort of fashion to it, Let's add a button. Even if we know that this thing can be closed or around, but let's add a button to add beauty. So that in itself is creation. So if God created the earth in six days and rested on the seventh, what that tells me is I'm a creator. Mm. And that comes from God being who he is and his image being in us. Mm. Because if his image is in us and we are in him so that means we are creators so um, whatever I do whatever I put my mind to if I say uh, today I want to maybe learn medicine if there's a person who's learned medicine in the past even if there's not been a person Mm. I believe I can do it because I'm a creator Mm. a creator never backs down to say I can't but a creator finds ways and solutions in which they can no. So that's what I think pushes me to uh, doing something because most of the time you, you people like waiting for resources or everything to be available for them to do something. Mm. But I'm not the kind to wait for resources because if I wait, they might not come. So I use what I have. I start with what I have, where I am at, um, and use whatever resources I have. I remember uh, some time back, I used to research on my sisters. I, I, I didn't have a phone by then, but <laughs> so I would research on my sisters. I think uh, that was like a 33 something in Nokia. Yeah. It's a small screen, but I would research there to see like, okay, and then you know you'd wait for an image to pop up because mm-hmm. at the time internet was a challenge. But even at the time, I always used to push myself that, okay, if I don't learn it today, let me try again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then eventually I'll know that thing. And always, I think uh, what has also helped me in learning like so many things um, is I always first, I don't do like a lot of things at once. So I'll do like one thing, maybe like become so good at that thing that it becomes second nature to me. Mm -hmm. And then I'll do the next thing. So you won't find me doing 90 things at once. That's not me. I'll do one thing first. So as you can see, I think my progression has been, I learned design. Then I saw, okay, from design, like what other things can I learn? Then there was now like online marketing and all this. So then 
uh, if you see, I like bringing things that are similar, mm. even when I'm learning. Mm. I learn things that are more like interconnected to each other. So if you look at online marketing, digital marketing is interconnected to design, mm -hmm. right? And then I also pursued like um, uh, the forex trading, forex markets. They are also integrated in such a way that you do that online. Yeah. It doesn't require any physical presence. The markets that you trade, they are all online. So I think that that's what has helped me to to like do most of these things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Wow. <laughs> that's you know you said so much there and. Um, you know, one of, personally, one of the things that I sometimes struggle with is just the the fear of going ahead, the fear of studying. I have mm. this grand idea. Um, you know, I, I like the way the picture looks in my mind. Yeah. But just the the go ahead and do it. Mm. You know, sometimes is my challenge. Okay. I I don't know for you. How do you process that? Uh, that phase of things where you, you know you, you can see the thing you can yeah. see the picture you have this grand vision but then just the the next step the go ahead i'm gonna do it okay <laughs> <laughs> so um i think one of the practical ways in which i have gone uh, gone ahead with such when i have such challenges because i also face fear mm -hmm. sometimes i'll be like mm, can i really do this but then uh one thing that i've learned to do and do well is the fact that you don't have to you don't have to do it you don't have to do like um let's say you have a big challenge mm -hmm. you don't have to do that big challenge at once oh. so look at that big challenge right then uh, after you look at that big challenge analyze it look at how you can break down that big challenge into smaller challenges so let's say for instance you have a challenge to do in a year mm -hmm. you can't do it like maybe in a day so look at, okay, I have this challenge to do in one year, but what can I do in one hour, mm. right? What can I do in two hours? What can I do in one day? Yeah. That helps you also break down the challenge. And also, the thing is, with everything that we're faced in life, if we don't start, it will never happen. Yeah. So make sure that your fear is less compared to your conviction to do it. Mm. So whenever you, because these challenges will always come up in life and you find that you miss out on a good idea mm -hmm. because you are scared and then you find that the next person does exactly the, the same thing that, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that you are thinking <laughs> that about. <happens> yeah. <laughs> so just make sure when you have something, it's better you do something and fail than not do it at all. Mm -hmm. So it's better you try, you try, you, you, you have a record to say, okay, I tried this and it failed than not trying at all because it won't be recorded anywhere ex um, except your mind. Oh. Yeah. Wow, thank you for helping me, yeah. and thank you for helping so many of our podcast friends and listeners. Um, just today, you know, I, I really had to read more about the legend of Samuel <laughs> Zoom Glovo, and 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 I was amazed. I, I had a certain level of knowledge, yeah. but as I dug into to to read further, yeah. I was amazed. Yeah, and and podcast friends, if if. If you do not understand what I just said, go ahead and Google Samuel <laughs> Zoom Glovo. When when we when when I say that for any Zambian soccer fan or historian, yeah. they understand the legend of Samuel Zoom Glovo. But yeah. for you, I'm not just talking about a legend. I'm talking about your dad. May he so yeah. rest in peace. Yeah. And you are carrying that name. How much has that 
what does that mean to you and how much has that done for you in terms of inspiring you to push forward and and just do more okay um so um it's um i would say it's a very big it's a very big uh maybe i should say i i don't want to call it a burden but it's mm -hmm. a very big like challenge yeah because um if you see my dad was really like uh, a huge uh, soccer personality in Zambia, uh, a huge, um, uh, what's this, he had a very huge following in Zambia and beyond. And he's, he's like legendary. Whatever he did, everything he did was very good in football. And then, um, so for me, each day, that's why you find that in, uh, in my house, I have like his picture almost yeah. everywhere. Mm -hmm. Because each day I wake up, I look at the picture and I tell myself I want to be like him and more mm. because I feel like if God did it through him mm -hmm. uh, during the time that he had, he can equally do it through me. So that also gives me a challenge to wake up every day and not give up, to just be like, okay, um, I know this is challenges, but I have something yeah. or I have a legacy to live as yeah. well. Even so that's why you see that most of the time when I'm talking, I talk a lot about generations because I believe even maybe after me or my son or whoever comes after me, they'll be challenged by maybe by my life and mm -hmm. everything that they'll find done or that was done by me because I was equally challenged by my dad. So yeah. I, I just pass on this legacy that he left, uh, which I also want to live on and on for years to come. So yeah. yeah. Amazing. And, and for our dear podcast friends, maybe just to give you a, a hint of uh, what that name represents, it represents arguably the, the best local coach Zambia had seen. It was so accomplished, not only in his coaching career, but also in his football career. When we talk about uh, Muflia Wanderers, uh, for the major part, the credit goes to the season and the times that he was there and just what he did. Yeah. Right, so that's the that's the individual, the icon that we are talking about in that name. And for you, when you say, well, for me, when you say that, you know, I'm hearing a lot of just the value or the importance of first of all um, keeping the vision in front of you, yeah. and also having a role model, yeah. someone you look up to. Do you think that impacts how we do life? Yeah, it does in a big way because um, if you don't have uh, a role model or you don't have someone you look up to it's a bit blurred or vague because you don't really know which direction you're taking because uh, let's say for instance if I want to maybe pursue a career in in maybe like uh, golf or something like that mm. I'll be looking up to Tiger Woods because uh, there was I think there's a quote that says um, uh, whatever you want to do look at the people that have gone before you mm -hmm. and become great. So if you want to be great, look yeah. at someone who's already great because you from then you, you learn some lessons from what they've done, uh, mm -hmm. practical lessons that you can equally apply to yourself. So it's very, I feel it's very important that you have someone that you look up to, someone mm -hmm. that you can learn lessons from. And then I feel the mistake that people make is they do not want to get knowledge from elsewhere. Yeah. So the thing is, with you find that in the world we have like different practicalities. You find that some people are lawyers, some people are designers like us, some people are doctors. But the thing is, 
you can learn something from a doctor that you can apply in design and you can learn something from a lawyer that you can equally apply in design so you find that they'll tell you something that will help you think in a certain way and that thinking in a certain way helps you apply a different aspect even maybe like to your design to your uh, to your trading the way you look at the markets yeah so i feel it's very important and key that you have people that you are looking up to and yeah yeah that's what i feel okay uh this yeah. is so much good here and uh, like i said thank you so much this is this is going to be so so helpful to me and, and to so many people listening uh I, I really want to give you a moment to just go because one of the things that i know you're passionate about is just how god has inserted this creativity in us that most of the time is is underutilized and for me when whenever i have a conversation with you i remember coming to lusaga when yeah. i moved to lusaga she should have been like my first week or, or mm. something uh, we sat in your car and we had this conversation that left me so energized and so you know i was like yeah. i need to go and do something so yeah. thank you for for always giving me those opportunities to to you know to be inspired and, and go ahead but i, I really want I, I i wanted to appreciate you for that and, and also just let you go in terms of just speaking to your passion i know you're passionate about just this creativity that god has inserted in us uh what, what do you want to say to our podcast friends um i think what i would encourage each and every one of us is um whenever you wake up um think about it the bed the, um just where you're sleeping you'll find that there are maybe 10 brands that are looking at you they're not practically there, but they are looking at you because if you think about it, uh, the mattress that you're sleeping on is made by Foam King. Mm. The phone that you're using is made by Samsung. Um, the shoes or the socks in your room, they're made by a different brand. Mm. So you find that just in one room, your bedroom, you have like 100 people with you. And not even just 100, you have like a 1,000 people because if you think about the supply chain, you, you find that maybe the people who make cotton, you won't find one person makes cotton from the ground up until like a finished cotton product. But so you have like all these 1,000 people looking at you and they're just like, okay, you want to wear stockings? Just on one leg, you are wearing like 500 people. Mm. On the other one, you have like 1,000 people. So that should make you realize that there are all these things and all these things were only made because people decided to create so if you have like uh, for me the way i look at it is whatever is around me or uh, within and outside is just there to cheer me up because um, everything has been created by a person and this person has been inspired in one way or another by god so one thing that we don't, what, which I feel we don't utilize is the fact that uh, we are creators. I really want people to realize the fact that you by yourself, you are a creator. And being a creator means that you can practically create anything. Mm -hmm. So that thing that you are thinking about right now, that thing that you've been sitting on the past few months, you can actually create it if you decided to. But because we do, we underutilize the power that is within us from God, you find that most of these creations will die with us in our graves. So it's very important that um, we utilize the power 
that has been vested in us because we will be accountable for this power uh, on the day of judgment because God will be like, okay, you are saying you are broke all the time, but I gave you all these talents. But you, all you did was think about the talent and never executed it. All you did was think about writing a book, but it never came to paper. Mm. You know, so it's very important that people uh, apply what is in their mind and write it down on paper. I like what um, I think uh, the Bible says in Habakkuk, where it talks about um, writing the vision on tablets. Mm. Uh, yeah, so in our day would write our vision on paper. It's very important that we write visions. I feel it's more practical when you have something that you look up, look at every day that's written on paper or it's on your phone just to remind you of how great you are or how great you can be if you applied yourself. So it's very important that we realize our innermost God-given creative power and unleash this to create anything that we practically put our mind to. Because you find that we are so we are so eager to make money that we forget the thing that we need to do to bring us that money mm -hmm. i think what we need to focus on is what do i have within me or what do i need to learn for me to bring money yeah. so for instance you need to have like let's say for instance um you have interest in design it's better for you to start learning even if you have no client. It's better for you to start learning and become very good at it than no one will, will deny you any job. Mm. So that when, when you are not there, I, I always say this, that I make my work or whatever I do, I put in my all to such an extent that if I'm not there or if I'm not in the room, whatever I've created should speak on my behalf. Mm. Because I feel like whatever we create or whatever we do has a voice, mm. right? So whatever you create as a person has a voice. So if you're not there and maybe there are people like there are people are in a meeting and they are talking about things and they, t they say, oh, have you seen this thing? I saw it online. That thing will speak for you. So make sure you attach excellence to whatever you do because that's what's going to speak for you when you're not presently there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we, we need to make sure that whatever you do, even the small things, if you sell things, if you sell maybe like clothes, make sure your packaging is on point. Even if you get them from Salaula, make sure you package them in such a way that people want to buy from you again because they'll feel like you take so much time in creating that product or rather in packaging that product that they want to come and buy from you people don't um don't buy what you do but they buy why you do it mm. because when your passion or when the money runs out can you still do the thing that you say you love wow. for me i can still design even if no one pays me because i've done it before mm. i used to design when no one would pay me i used to design for fun just so that i get my skill on point so I used to do that and now I reached a point where now I'm being paid for the stuff that I used to do for fun. Mm. So I feel like we need to reach a level where we do that and we apply that to every aspect of our lives because at the end of the day, uh, that's what I feel God uh, requires for each one of us. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. 
wow <laughs> i can't wait to listen to this podcast you know it's just just so so amazing the the insights that you have shared and i'm so glad that you really did show up on this episode of the <laughs> yeah. of the legacy letters podcast and and before just before we close it off is there anything you would like to uh, comment on as regards to wolf of income sensei <laughs> oh okay <laughs> yeah so um i think um Maybe I'll just give a brief of what Wolf of Income is. So um, my vision, uh, my vision of Wolf of Income is definitely uh, making it a company that has got uh, a lot of other subgroups under it. Mm. So Wolf of Income is um, is like is like a machine that that generates like mm, uh, okay. Let me just say that generates money from mm. all these other sub companies that. Uh, under the the main one so let's say for instance if you have your own company maybe it's a clothing line it's a media company you would partner with Wolf of Income and then what that will entail is Wolf of Income will fund your company with whatever maybe whatever financial requirements that you need and then you set up your company and then in return Wolf of Income maybe would have a portion of your company as shares Mm -hmm. So that's practically my vision of Wolf of Income. And then, uh, so Wolf of Income is like the main company. And then be, um, below that, I have, uh, I think, uh, um, uh, what is the Sensei Trading Academy, which is, uh, which is the company that deals with Forex trading, um, where I teach like people how to trade on the financial markets. Uh, I've taught complete beginners who are now uh, making money on the mm -hmm. financial markets. Uh, yeah, so that's the Sensei Trading Academy. And then also, I think this year, we are looking to expand, bringing more people to handle different aspects of, uh, uh, different aspects of Wolf of Income as well as Sensei Trading Academy. And then we're also looking forward to do, um, I think one of our first donation and uh, Wolf of Income Foundation, which is like the charity uh, the charity side of Wolf of Income because I believe that whatever we do, if we don't impact the next person or if we don't give, um, we'll never be blessed because I think even the Bible tells us that it's more blessed to give than to receive. So I feel like uh, from whatever funds or whatever we make, we give back to our community. So I think this year we'll be doing our first uh, uh, donation and charity charity cause as Wolf of Income Foundation. Yeah, so I think that's what I would say. Wow. Mm. Thank you so much for, for being you, first of all, and thank you so much um, for being uh, such a source, source of inspiration and congratulations as well on the milestones that you're hitting and the progress that you have been making with Wolf of Income and, and, and everything that you have been running. Mm. I'm so glad that we got a chance to, to talk in this manner. And I believe that there are going to be more people reaching out, yeah. <laughs> uh, reaching out uh, to you for, for, for various things yeah. that have been highlighted on this podcast. Uh, but mm -hmm. I just want to say thank you so much once again uh, for uh, bringing me into your space and recording this uh, podcast. So podcast friends, you have heard uh, it here and I know that you have been blessed, you have been enlightened, you have been uplifted by this episode. So why don't you take the next step impact the next person how invite them to the podcast share this podcast 
uh, you know uh, post your highlight with with the hashtag the legacy leaders podcast so that we can get interacting on that uh, thank you so much for for being consistent and for listening this has been me Indesh Kapembwa on the legacy leaders podcast i will see you on the next episode is bye bye for now <music>